welcome to my podcast. Wait a minute, you're on my podcast. No, you're on my podcast now. You're on my, oh. Let, no. Jason is taking over my podcast. So you should it's introduce yourself. It's a coup. So you're taking over Power Living. Yes. Okay, now lean back. Oh, lean back. Relax. We're going to be interviewing Kimberly Langford today. Well, first I want to know who you are. You're taking over my podcast. I'm, I'm you. You're not me. Yeah, I am. I'm your the business side of you that you only show to your viewers. We're, we're diving deep into Kimberly Langford's mind. That's oh. a very scary place. Yeah, you shouldn't go in there left unattended. <laughs> <laughs> Adult supervision. Adult supervision. Only. So, my way of introduction. Oh, my goodness. Jason Langford. This is my son. Yep. And I'm happy to share him with you today. Cool. Even though you are taking over. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. sharing with yeah. you with them today. So, yeah. So, you wanted to, he wanted to interview me of all things. Yep. Okay. Should I be afraid? Yes. I should be afraid. All right. First question. Favorite color? <sighs> there are so many. Do I have to pick just one? Yes. hard to pick one but I would say if I had to pick one it would be black because black goes with everything oh, every color yes. looks good with black no anyways yeah okay um what is your stance on Medicare you have to have a stance on Medicare I don't know what it is you just talk about it all the time <laughs> so I figure you have a stance on it well, I don't know about stance but I know in the field of kidney disease and dialysis, Medicare is an important thing to educate people about. So when a member has Lou Gehrig's disease, which do you know what Lou Gehrig's disease is? Not a clue. It's one, of, it's awful. It, it kills people very slowly. So Lou Gehrig's disease or ESRD, you know what ESRD is, right? Nope. There are people who are on dialysis, end stage renal disease. These two diseases are so catastrophically expensive um, that Medicare provides uh, a benefit for these folks when they require uh, therapy to replace their kidney function um, such that they're instantly uh, eligible for that. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So, but there's a few quid pro quos in there, right? So they become eligible for Medicare the day they start dialysis there's a three month waiting period in there, and then there's a 30 month coordination benefits period. Doesn't that sound complicated? Yeah, it does. Yeah, but it's important. It's an important benefit for people who have uh, uh, end stage renal disease to, to be aware of. So. Nice. Does that count as a stance on Medicare? Yeah, okay. sure. Okay. I didn't catch any of that. But, anyways, <laughs> next question What is your lifelong goal? your dream well I don't know about goal there's a lot of goals that I have set for my life top three top three are more like the goals required to support my personal life mission fair enough is that fair, fair? <laughs> it's mighty work so it took me a long time to figure that out so I'm gonna turn the tables on you too but my the whole my whole life's mission is to be able to help people empower people to live their best lives there's a lot of ways that we can all do that there's a lot of ways i feel like 
I, I work to do that. What about you? What's your life mission? What's your purpose? I don't know. You're 18. So you're you're going to graduate this summer? You're like the whole world is your oyster. I'll, I'll figure it out the day before I get there. The, That's how it goes. Well, honey, you're there. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I got I can wait a couple You're of days. full of possibilities. Yeah. Well, I've, I know you've talked about a lot of things. And you've talked about several things that opportunities that you um, have and are choosing, right, to pursue on graduation, but they all have a common theme in them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yep. Do you want to share? Um, once I remember no what you're talking about, yes. Well, so you've talked with my friend Ben Winfield. Oh, yeah. You've worked with the Marines. You were going to go in the Marines. You're going to serve a mission. You're talking about most immediately. That seems to where be where your focus is right now. You're working hard and saving money so that you can go serve others. And then you want to come back and I want a garden. He wants a garden. That's the only thing I really want. Okay, so he's skirting around because he doesn't want to share. I think it's really noble. So you're 18. So for a lot of us, you're a kid, right? And yep, yet your your whole goal is you want to you want to create a lifestyle such that you can support a happy and healthy family. Pretty much is what you share. I just think that's really really cool. Um, that's incredible, actually. So I just think it's impressive. Thanks, Bob. Yeah. Anyway, I tell you that even if you aren't my son. Matter of fact, I have heard a similar goal like that shared from other kids. I think the youngest young man I heard that from, he was a young man when I was uh, volunteering in a children's organization in the church. And I think he was like 11, 10 or 11. And I'm thinking, holy cow, you're thinking about why you want to go to college so you can get a job such that you can support a family? That's just crazy to me. I just think that's awesome. Yeah, I've seen one or two of those. Yeah. Got any tips for for me now that I'm going into life? Oh yes! So you've got a pile of laundry in your room. You need to take that to the laundry. <laughs> no, I'm going to use you while I got. I will tell. I will tell you my best piece of advice for you as you're getting ready to branch off and do your own thing is to truly focus on what is it that makes you feel not only happy but makes you feel um pleased meaning that you feel something what is it that that you enjoy doing so much that feels so good that also contributes to others that so, and you enjoy this so much that when you find yourself doing it you totally forget what time it is so it can't be video games I think you've grown out of that phase, right? But yep. when you find something that really juices you up and that's where you put your focus, you will, you'll create a way to monetize that. I don't mean that in a greedy fashion. I mean that you'll find a way to be able to dedicate your life to something that not only helps you to support your financial goals, your, um, your ability to be self-sufficient and take care of a family, take care of yourself, but also contributes to mankind or contributes to somebody else. 
And then what you'll find is you'll never, you truly, and it's said often, but you'll never work a day in your life. You may work really hard, you may put in extra long hours on a project or make sacrifices, but it's gonna be delicious to you. Does that make sense? Sometimes what I see is that uh, young people in particular, they when they're trying to think about what to do for a career, they chase the money, right? They're looking for, matter of fact, I once talked to a nurse who uh, she hated her job, believe it or not, and I asked her one time, I just said, well, what in the world made you want to be a nurse? And she said, well, I thought I'd make good money. And so let me ask you this. She was miserable, but would you want her taking care of you? No. No, absolutely not, right? So I say you find something that lights you up, and that's what you want to focus on. Everything else will fall into place. That's true, unless when the average pay is like twenty grand a year, which isn't good. Even when the average pay is... You'll find, a matter of fact, um, I was reading an article a few months back about, it was a teacher who, I mean, as you know, teachers don't make a whole lot of money. Well, this teacher um, loved teaching and actually developed a, I don't even remember what the platform is, but basically developed this platform for online learning and <laughs> they're making a fantastic income. Um, and. A lot of teachers like teaching and don't live a fantastically, you know, wealthy lifestyle. But, but that's not the point, right? The point is, if you're chasing money, you're always going to have to chase after money. That's hard. Yeah, that's true. If you're chasing after service, meaning service to others, it's a paradox, right? The more I focus on other people, honestly, the better I, the better I look, the better I feel. The more I focus on um, how I can provide value, the more the more opportunities I have, right? And it's it's not implying a sense of manipulation, right? It's not like, well, I'm going to go out and serve somebody because something good's going to come my way. It can't be manipulative, right? It really has to come from a place of altruism. It sounds kind of Pollyanna-ish, and it sounds like, well, that's a pipe dream, but really truly i mean the scriptures talk about that right the scriptures tell us that we really find ourselves when we lose ourselves in the service of others right that's where we really find out who we are that's where we really find out where our strengths are that's where we really grow the most it really comes from a place of deep humility but if you look at and if if you take some time to study truly um, powerful um, people who have contributed significantly to the benefit of mankind or a lot of other people um, what you'll find is they all have common traits and you know anybody can make a profit for a minute so we're not just talking about profit we're talking about significance the two typically go hand in hand people who benefit the most people typically become the wealthiest Right, um, but to not only to just get get it, but to hold on to it, like a legacy kind of business, a business and prosperity that outlasts you, that has to come from a really deep well. Right, can't be phony. It has to come from deep inside you, and that's why, like Zig Ziglar. 
Um, Jim Rohn, some of my favorite uh, mentors, what they always talked about was if you want to, if you want to up your game, up your level, up your worth, whether that's financially or relationships or health or whatever, it really all starts with personal development. You know, so those those habits that you already have in place, where you spend time every day reading scriptures, you spend time studying and drinking from other good books. Some of them you don't like so much, right? You're learning to do something new, right? Like right now, you came to me because you're like, hey, I got to do this podcast. So he's actually putting this whole podcast together. All of that stuff that you're doing and you're learning, it really does have like this ripple effect and you'll have benefits that you weren't even looking for that come from that kind of work. Nice. Yeah, it's a lot of words, but... Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I do have a lot of words. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I'm worn out. I need some time to process. You need to, <laughs> too many words. Yep. Too well, much. what about you? So, as a young man, I'll ask one final question. It's my turn. Okay. So, as a young man, getting ready to enter the river of life, if you will, what... Uh, advice or what um, maybe not advice what um, what kind of things can people who are a little farther along in the river of life we won't say older right what kinds of support or insights or things would would you like to see from them that you think would have the best impact for you I don't know um, hmm, that's a tough one well, you've had some amazing mentors, right? That's true. Um, yeah, that, that is a tough one. Um, I think the best thing is to put us in situations or to invite us into situations that um, are hard, are hard for us, and that's it. That's the only thing. So maybe not stepping up and doing hard things for you, but step yeah, out of the way and yeah, let, let you do us, something hard. Let us do something. We'll have to learn it eventually. It's just we can either learn it now when we've got other people around us, or we can learn it later when we don't. So That's actually very rich advice. Thanks, Mom. Thanks for sharing. Anytime. Ciao.